Solar Speaks Live here in the Unirac booth at Solar Power International. I'm Kelly Pickerel, Associate Editor of Solar Power World Magazine, and I'm here today with Richard Lawrence. He's Executive Director of MAPSEP, the North American Board of Certified Energy Practitioners. So thanks for joining us today. Thank you. thought maybe we could start off, you could tell me a little about, about MAPSEP and, and what are your goals, what are you guys doing? Yeah, so NABSEP has been around since 2002, certifying professionals in the solar industry. Uh, these days, we're looking to expand some of our programs to some new areas. We're well recognized for certifying installation professionals. We have a technical sales professional as well. Uh, that's a growing uh, sector of the market, growing sector of our business. Uh, our newer program is our company accreditation program, which actually is a way to recognize the entire company. Um, we've had over the years people that get certified that then say, hey, our company's now certified. And really it's that one person that passed the exam. Uh, so we've got a lot of interest in uh, recognition we can provide to the whole installation company. It provides a benefit to the customers that are looking to hire somebody like that. Okay. So what are the challenges lately with solar training and certification? I think the biggest challenge is that the industry's been growing so fast that it's been tough for the training providers to keep up with the demand. Really, it's been the employers that are looking to hire so many people to get into the business that they really have to hire uh, whoever they can find that's going to meet some some of the minimum qualifications. I think they've had to lower some qualification categories to really get people in the jobs. And then a lot of the focus has been in then on uh, on-site training, in-house training, uh, rather than a more formal training environment. Gotcha. So we're trying to adjust to that. One of the programs that we've uh, had standing for a long period of time, uh, 10 years now, is our entry-level program. And that's really a fundamental, everyone that's in the industry, what are the technology, what are the applications, what are the benefits, what are the different types of components and how do they work? Real broad understanding of everything in solar. The requirement to take that exam uh, for the last 10 years has been you have to take a training course with one of our providers. We're changing that around and we're gonna allow an experience-based pathway. So somebody who has gotten that job already that maybe didn't have that class to begin with, they can go back, take that exam. They'll probably have to take some refresher courses, some shorter courses, better on the job training to prepare somebody for that that uh, that exam. You were saying to me earlier that NAPSEP doesn't actually do the training. Correct. So who yeah. are you partnering with or how are you actually getting people trained for the certification? Yeah, it's a common misconception because you see a lot of, quote, NAPSEP training out there in the industry. Uh, we, NABSEP ourselves, do, do not do the training ourselves. I, I do have a background in education training, it's what I did before I came here. Uh, but we have a partner network of over 250 training providers that are more like community colleges and educational institutions that are offering that entry level training program. Uh, we have about 75 uh, product manufacturers that are offering more advanced training on their products and those count towards uh, continuing education credits once somebody is certified. So we've got a broad network, uh, all different types of products, racking equipment, inverters, uh, modules, uh, different technologies uh, like some of the online design tools and things like that that people are doing trainings in uh, to really keep you up to date on the latest. You know, they're the ones that are coming out with the latest products. They're the ones that are training their installer networks on those. Um, 
and uh, we're, we're fortunate to have so many supporters that way. Right. So, have you seen a shift in what's being, what needs to be taught? Especially since you said, like, with the entry level, there's a lot of new people coming in. So, what's been the shift over the last few years of what needs to be taught? Sure, a couple things there. Uh, really, just the fundamentals still need to be taught. Uh, some of the interesting things that I've seen coming out is there's been a lot of inspections that have been happening of systems that have been installed. That's something that's come about more through some of the third-party ownership models where uh, those owners are wanting to you know, make sure that what they're owning uh, that has been done right, has been done. So they're having these inspectors come in and they're finding a lot of mistakes. Uh, upwards of 70% of the systems have some issues with them. Uh, you know, thankfully only about 20% are major issues. Uh, but you know, the, the common issues are labeling uh, correctly, uh, proper wire management, or some of the other ones that are a little more serious. So I think there's a common core of that we can learn out of those uh, those mistakes that have been identified. That say, hey, look, here's some things we shouldn't. You know, we shouldn't be doing this, and that's some easy stuff to get out there to everybody that's in the field. The other area I see uh, growing in the technical side is operations and maintenance. So the systems have been around for a longer period of time now. Uh, the maintenance side, the troubleshooting, is a higher level. You need to have a pretty strong familiarity with how, what the systems are, how they work, and really how they break. You know, what's, what are the common causes of failure? And now that systems are aging, they've been out there a long time, uh, that's, uh, I think, a growing need is to get people learning about O&M. Mm -hmm. So has the expectation that the ITC will drop, has that affected any training or certification or, or how you guys are going about doing anything? Yeah, we haven't seen a huge impact yet, for sure. I mean, there's a big push right now to get people into the, into the business, so I think there's a lot of interest in uh, like some of the solar uh, solar ready vets programs where they're training uh, veterans to get into the solar industry and they're trying to do that quickly to meet that rapidly growing demand that we're going to see this year. Right. <laughs> um, the other thing I think you know with the ITC is that those people who have shown the dedication to education and training, staying on top of the technologies, uh, getting those certifications like NABSEP, those are the people that are going to survive when there's the layoffs that may, that may occur. Right. Uh, so certainly encourage people that are in the business doing that work to you know, show your employer that you, you're, you know, you're in this for the long haul, you see this as a career path, uh, go out and take that extra effort, and get, get certified, and you're gonna have a better chance of keeping your job if, you know, if layoffs do happen. Now on the positive side, you know, when I look at the, the projections, you know, we're gonna have a big growth in 20, uh, you know, the next year, 2017, but then drop, or 2016, then dropping off in 2017. Well, if you look at the projections after that, it's almost to sort of where we were last year. So it's not like a, it's, a, it's one year of a big drop, but that's, that's a hurt, you know, that's, that's gonna hurt jobs a lot. And then are we gonna be able to recover quickly after that to really then grow again, as the projections say? And I, I think we will. And those people that are going to be growing, those businesses are the ones that are going to be, you know, have been trained, been certified, uh, been dedicated to the industry. Right, right. Okay. 
Well, I want to thank Richard for joining us today at Solar Power World Solar Speaks Live here in the Unirac booth at Solar Power International 2015. And stop by a little later and see some more interviews.